Well, good afternoon, Nerd Clan. This is the final chapter. Now, I know that there's an epilogue left uh, for Midnight Sun, and we are in Blake's Book Club, so we do talk about everything, but this is the final chapter of Midnight Sun. That's it. This is the end. Um, there is, you know, an argument to be made that the epilogue is, in fact, part of the story and therefore not the end of the story, but at least all of the chapter version of it is now done. Today we're talking about chapter 29, Inevitability. A, a fitting chapter to close out the rest of the book and uh, the emotional arc of what we have done uh, and where we, where Edward has traveled throughout all of Midnight Sun and how he has managed to travel it. Everything that he does emotionally uh, winds up being here in this chapter, whether it is uh, manip manipulating humans or uh, discovering his uh, love uh, and need to be with Bella and how uh, he has uh, traversed the entire book with her, th for her. And uh, she wakes up and he and he does not leave her side, much to the chagrin of most people, um, and especially the nurses. Uh, he is there at her side. I, I think there is a little bit of a damsel in distress aspect um, in this chapter that is somewhat annoying. Uh, the fact that, you know, she does get hurt, and she is essentially begging, Bella is begging, uh, Edward to turn her into a vampire and she is suggesting that she can never be his equal yet he on the other hand is, is suggesting that he could never be her equal because she is alive the brooding commences and uh, you know I think it's pretty par for the course when it comes to Edward and his brooding this is nothing particularly new uh, it does give me flashbacks to earlier in the book, especially when he says something along the lines of, and I shouldn't be alive, or I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't be here, uh, because he is so wrong, and he is so dangerous, and so on and so forth. Um, but there's a little bit of a damsel in distress that, like, she needs Edward to survive. Um, she needs him to turn her. I, I always found Bella to be a little bit more independent than that. I always found her to be um, a little bit more forceful than that. The way that it comes off in this book is that it's like desperate or desperation. Um, and, and I don't know if that is the right tone for this conversation uh, in the in the um, in the hospital room especially as Edward is saying, okay, you need your medicine, and he's the one who orders the medicine for her. He is the one who tells her, okay, good, see you later. He is the one saying, I'll never leave, even though he is ultimately lying. Um, he is the one in control of the situation. Now, I, I suppose you could argue that Bella really can't be in control of the situation. She just had her life flash before her eyes, essentially. Uh, she is the one that is most vulnerable at this moment. She is the one um, who is asking something of Edward that is 
really, I think, against... Well, not I think, I know. It's against his moral his moral compass to, to turn her into a vampire. So it, this is tricky ground. This is tricky ground to navigate because you tip one way too far and Bella gets her way. You tip another way too far and Bella is a damsel in distress needing Edward to legitimize her life uh, and, um, and, and make her more than what she is. 